Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Changemakers podcast brought to you by SAP Services and Support. I'm your host, Robin Weiss, and today we're actually going to take a different approach to this episode. So we're talking about debunking myths to build resilient supply chains and sustainable enterprises. But rather than having me talk about this topic, I brought a colleague today, Shalini, to discuss with our guest today, our, our wonderful industry expert on this topic. So you guys can get a deeper dive into what we're talking about and debunking the myths and really get into the topic. So without further ado, I'm going to introduce Shalini to take it away. Thank you so much, Robin. So I'm going to introduce our subject matter expert. Michelle is our Global Vice President of Procurement Services. Welcome to the Changemakers podcast. I'm so delighted to have you as our guest today as we talk about debunking these myths that are related to procurement, to supply chain issues. You know, honestly, before I give you a chance to talk to our listeners, this is a pretty timely topic as, you know, we've all been hearing a lot in the news about how supply chain disruptions are impacting really all aspects of our lives, right? Folks are feeling this in a real way, everything from consumer goods that we can't buy from whatever scheduling delays or to parts not being available for repairs of some of our everyday mundane household items. So I'm really interested to hear your thoughts on this topic, as I'm sure our listeners are as well. Now, I understand you've been a procurement leader for many years with SAP. So instead of me introducing you, I would love for our listeners to hear about your background in your own voice. So please tell us where you're coming from, Michelle. Sure. Thanks, Shalini. And um, thank you for having me today. It's a pleasure. So I started my career right around the time that the internet was sort of becoming available to all. And so I was always in these roles where I was driving change by leveraging new technology. And first it was around transforming customer service models and then opening up digital sales channels. And then I moved into the sourcing space where we were running online auctions for the first time. And I remember we were working with suppliers who really didn't have good internet connections. Those were obviously the days before smartphones became widely available. I then moved from there to work on uh, more operational procurement processes and got involved in the move from on-premise solutions to cloud solutions. And it was around that time that I was introduced to the power of the business network and the collaboration opportunities that we have within trading partners. And I believe that today, this is still an area of opportunity where we can still do so much more. But over the years within SAP, I've managed different teams. But the one thing that's kind of always been consistent is that these teams have been focused on how to make the customer's journey to the intelligent enterprise easier. And when I say intelligent enterprise, what I mean is businesses that use advanced technology and best practices so that they can be more resilient, more profitable, and more sustainable. I personally have typically focused on areas related to procurement and supply chain sometimes touching a little bit of finance. And I've worked very closely with customers across different industries, different geographies, and really in different phases in their transformation journeys. That's great, Michelle. You know, and thanks for painting that picture for us. So as you were talking, I was listening to you. I was thinking about how far we've come, right? Not only from those initial internet days that you talked about, but just from a technology perspective as well, but how we think about business, how we think of operational success. So it's no longer, as you just said, it's no longer just about the economic bottom line, which, yes, is still really important. But it's also about collaborating with our business partners and customers 
as we work in a more connected way and our successes as organizations are really linked, right, and integrated. So we're really dependent on one another. So with that said, help me understand what it is that you're hearing from customers these days. How would you frame their top concerns that sort of prevent them or make them hesitate when they take on those procurement or supply chain transformations? Yeah, for sure. So today, supply chain and procurement professionals, they have a lot on their plate. So the traditional goals of spend management or managing cost, that's still there, right? But on top of that, in recent years, they've had to contend with severe global supply shortages, supply chain disruptions, labor shortages, inflationary pressures. And if that's not enough, they're also becoming more and more engaged from a strategic perspective to drive sustainability goals, to meet new regulatory requirements, and ultimately to enhance customer satisfaction in very competitive markets. So with all that going on, it can be really hard to know where to start on a digital transformation journey. Yeah, absolutely. And I know I hear you, customers are in a tough spot, right? They have all these pressures, as you've just outlined. So with these concerns that are weighing on them, how are leaders such as yourself and SAP services and support in general addressing these concerns? What are we doing to help alleviate some of these pressures? Sure. So my guidance to companies is always start somewhere, right? Now, the benefit of our cloud solutions is that they allow companies to innovate faster. But rather than talking about implementation programs in the traditional sense, I usually start the conversation with what is the value that needs to be achieved? And then how do we create a roadmap of activating that value on a more continuous business as usual manner? So let me give you a concrete example. If a company is open to using our tried and tested best practices as their starting point, we can have new solutions up and running within weeks. If, however, we start with a blank sheet of paper, it can take months or even years. The second thing I advise is perfect is the enemy of good. So rather than building the final version and waiting on a perfect end-to-end integrated process before even using the solution, start with a subset of processes. A subset of processes that will have immediate impact and then over time, roll out more capability and activate more value. So it's a little bit of a mindset change. And it also means that you need to establish a support model so that companies can be continually improving and expanding the capability of the solution. Now, with cloud solutions, we typically release new features every single quarter. So it's really important that companies have a process to evaluate these features so they can then activate the most impactful ones in a more ongoing, iterative approach. Now, the benefit of this approach means that you actually collect end-user feedback real-time. So if it's necessary and you need to tweak some processes or some configuration decisions, you can tweak them as you go and therefore maximize the end user satisfaction, which is, of course, more and more important in today's world. Mm -hmm. The third thing that I talk about is we must never underestimate the impact of the change on your trading partners, because it's not just a technical change, but a business process change. And you must put yourself in the shoes of your trading partner, engage them early in the process and treat them as a stakeholder. I often see that people forget to treat their trading partner as a stakeholder early on in the process. And what happens then is that later, if they do receive the feedback, 
that maybe processes aren't optimized or questionnaires are repetitive or whatever. But as a result of this feedback, they then need to go back and do rework. So in order to get it right first time, engage them early. Yeah, I, I, that makes a lot of sense. If I were to paraphrase the key points that you made, this is what I heard. So one, start somewhere right? SAP services and support teams are really here. And you were talking about that earlier about the, you know, where we meet our customers in their transformation journey. So with our support, um, SAP services and support, we're here to help articulate and help define that value that uh, the business proposition that the customer or our organizations want to achieve. And then we can help them build that roadmap to get them there, right? Um, I think this Second thing I heard was, which is an interesting one, you said perfection is the enemy of the good, right? For those of us who are perfectionists, I think that might be hard to take, but <laughs> I hear you. Start small, start with a subset of processes that will help immediate, get that immediate impact and then expand, right? Uh, roll out more capability that allows the organization to build on its successes. And I guess, would it be fair for me to just say that what this allows organizations to get up to speed as it adopts to new processes and new ways of working? So it's that adoption component as well. Absolutely. And then the last thing I heard was really, I know you said it in a different way, but I heard empathy, right? Put yourself in the supplier, in the shoes of the supplier and, our, and the business partners. If I may, I would also just add that, as they, again, you know, SAP services and support are here to really partner with our customers at every point of their transformation journey, regardless of where they start. You know, I'm sure we could continue this conversation and perhaps we will in another episode. But for now, I would like to leave our listeners to think about the insights that you've shared. So, Michelle, what would you want our listeners to take away from this conversation? You know, what are the, the three pieces of advice that you would give our listeners and our customers? Yeah, so Shani, I think what I would say is number one, embrace the cloud mindset. Accept that it's a journey, it's not an overnight change. Um, number two, I would say change needs to be continuous and incremental. Build upon what exists already and improve it step by step. And then thirdly, I would say companies typically have the same objectives, but different priorities. So whether they're driving a business transformation or building a resilient supply chain or creating a sustainable enterprise, we can learn from each other. In summary, I think SAP offers companies solutions that are very focused on achieving business outcomes. And we include the right mix of services and support to enable those organizations achieve the business value that they're seeking. But that mix will often depend on where the company is on their transformation journey. Thank you, Michelle. You know, those are some very, they're simple, they're, they're concrete actions and steps that customers can take. So thank you for providing that. And thanks for taking the time to, um, to be with us today. So it's been a real pleasure. And Robin, thank you for giving me the opportunity to host this session with you. I look forward to working with you again. And who knows, maybe we'll have another episode. I'm going to hand it back to you. Yeah, thanks so much, Shalini. And thank you, Michelle. Thank you both for being here and having that really timely and relevant conversation for our listeners. I know it's a topic that really everyone is is itching to learn more about. So for our listeners, thank you so much for joining us for another wonderful episode of the podcast. And if you're interested, we will be putting Shalini and Michelle's LinkedIn pages in the description so you can follow along on their LinkedIn to learn more about SAP services and support specifically in the procurement space. And we'll also have some additional documents that you can take a look at um, to learn more and really get get involved and kind of inquire further 
about the procurement space within SAP services and support. So thank you both again for being here and thank you for our listeners and everyone. Take care and have a great day.